Welcome to Mint, a unique look into how the creators of today are building the communities of tomorrow by harnessing the power of Web3. I'm your host, Adam Levy, and let's kick off this episode by giving some love to our three NFT sponsors. They are Coinvise, Poop, and Social Stack. First off, on Coinvise, you can create a personal or community-owned social token on Ethereum. Coinvise also helps you create incentives through token rewards and bounties, NFT business models, and bot integrations for Discord. Discover more by visiting coinvise.co today. Next up, we have Poop, or short for Proof of Attendance Protocol, who enables a novel way of creating one's life diary. Leveraging NFT technology, Poop facilitates an easy way to mint non-fungible tokens related to meaningful events. It's frequently used in crypto-native communities, and now it's starting to create NFT collectors in the mainstream too. Collect or launch your own POAP today by visiting poap.xyz. This episode welcomes the one and only Fuck Render. Guys, I'm such a big fan of this man and his artistic skill to kind of produce some of the dopest things I've seen trending across crypto Twitter, across Nifty Gateway, uh he's a really accomplished artist and has a really cool story and how he kind of got started as a commercial artist to which he then transitioned into kind of being more of an instagram page and an instagram creator to now this being this world-renowned nft creator who is now has features in sotheby's and christie's uh and much more he's built an amazing community and he's an example for many other creators not only in the space but also entering the space so very exciting episode i'm I'm glad i got the chance to talk to him and share his story with you guys uh but really what we talk about is kind of like his upbringing and how he kind of transitioned from being more of a commercial artist and an instagram artist to a world-renowned nft creator uh how he's kind of thinking about nfts long term his metaverse that he's been building for months now which is super super dope uh it was once called fuck renderverse but now he's transitioning it and rebranding it to uh, ellipses his up and coming christie's drop his first physical piece that he's creating as a reward for his nft collector that's being showcased at miami art basel uh what it means to be a creator from his point of view how other creators who don't necessarily have the financial means to kind of explore the space and get going how they can get started uh, by growth hacking their way through conferences and in DAO groups, etc., and so much more. I really hope you enjoy our conversation. Fuck Render, welcome to Mint, bro. Thank you for being on. How are you doing? Yeah, thank you so much. Doing well, man, and uh, thank you for having me. You got it, dude. I've been wanting to have you on for a minute. Uh, you're part of season three. Uh, super exciting stuff you've been working on. You crossed 100k followers on Twitter. You're making a lot of noise online uh, uh, across. I guess what we call the metaverse uh, currently. Let's just dive right in, okay? Who are you? Okay, what were you like before crypto, and kind of where are you doing? What are you doing now? Yeah. Um, so before crypto, I was like doing commercial work, uh, visuals for shows, and like uh, advertisements, stuff like this. I was pretty much working as many hours as I could to burnout basically that was pretty much what I, where i was uh and now i don't know i'm just like doing stuff that i like which is fucking insane and i'm doing like i'm just experimenting with like the crypto and nft space and see how i can build this um build this this uh, environment and, and uh, uh, community around my art basically and so yeah that's pretty much what i'm doing right now i'm trying to just experiment and have fun and create like 
the coolest shit I can do because I don't have any more barriers or like any guideline on what I should do. It's literally just me doing shit. So yeah, it's pretty. How dope. long have you been an artist for? Uh, I think it's gonna be pretty much seven years now. And and what were some of like the initial like pieces you started creating uh, before you kind of dove deeper into the themes and in, in the in the, in the kind of like what you're building right now? Um, yeah, so like uh, like all my career, I always like I was always like trying to experiment some stuff, and like I never like followed any trend that much. Like for sure, like there's some trend that are inevitable, but I always tried to do something different than other people. Um, so like. And I started to do commercial work. So like my art side, like people were hiring me for what I was doing. So it was pretty cool. But it was still coming with like creative director who has like their crazy vision that. Yeah. So I was basically becoming the executant of commercial work. And I didn't like it, man. It's I am. I'm like I, I, I said it on on uh, another podcast recently, but I, I I'm so bad at commercial work. Like I'm so fucking bad at commercial work. Is it because so, it's just too like limiting to your creative side and yeah. you're following too much structure? Yeah, I don't I don't like to be like I don't I'm not an executant or an, like I, I'm I consider myself as a true artist where I I need to do what I like to do to f- feel good about my art. Yeah. Um and like honestly, like when I was doing commercial work, I was just burning out like every like every year I was having like a major burnout. So like it didn't make sense. Like I, I, I wasn't meant to do like art for other people, basically. Yeah. Uh, which is like the like the NFT happened like in the fucking best time because like <laughs> now it's just like freedom and like you can literally build something that you truly believe in and people will support that and it's fucking the best feeling. Honestly, it's crazy. I bet. How would you describe your work to people who are unfamiliar with with your craft? Um. I don't like to put like labels on on my stuff because I like I like to experiment too much. But like okay. I would say like some digital surrealism maybe. Okay. Okay. If, if I were to put that, yeah. Because if 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 you guys whoever's listening right now, okay, you should go to like Nifty Gateway, go on OpenSea, look up his Instagram page. You also have your own NFT portfolio and Instagram page, right? That's super yeah. cool. Yeah. Highly recommend you check it out. You know, we met. I feel like almost a year ago also through like clubhouse crypto twitter all these things we've yeah. been creating content through twitter spaces and whatnot and i've seen your work kind of evolve and one thing that always sticks out to me about you in, in kind of like the pieces that you put out is the 3d nature of it the ambiance behind it the crystals right you have these things that symbolize like who you are as fuck render the roses the chains all these things kind of like encompass you why do you feel like you're leaning more towards like the crystal side, like the rose side, the chain side? I'm I'm trying to understand more about your work yeah, and like yeah. your creative process. And like that that's actually funny because like I like if you if you know me in real life, I fucking ate crystals. And like <laughs> I I don't hate crystals, but like I ate like the crystal people where like they put their crystal in their forehead and like they're they're like, Oh, I feel so much better right now. Like <laughs> I, I'm 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 not like this. And I some people were like reaching out to me and they were like Oh, do you put like crystals on your forehead and do shit like this? I was like, nah. Like, I, <laughs> w- what I'm interested in the crystal is like how, like, or planet is forming these crystals, and it's all about like time. Like, only time create crystals, and like the 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 like extreme forces all together. And like, this is what I like to do with my art. Is like t- 
take my time and like put every energy I have and create like these artwork basically. Um, and like it's there are so many different faces that you don't necessarily see when you look at it uh, up front. So like when you turn it, like it, it looks, it just looks so cool and so beautiful. Um, so this is the main reason why I like to use crystals. Like this is the main reason. Um, yeah. And chains to me is like community and like people chaining together to build something. Uh, like I've always used chain in my in my art because like to me like growing together is better than growing alone. Um, but yeah, and like flowers, that's so simple. But like we're all yeah. blooming and stuff like this. So like it. it's really like I don't like to uh, to put words in people's mouths, but like that's to me what it like represent kind of. Sure. Okay. One thing that I've noticed that's super super unique about your work is. You know, at one point you just said right now you don't like to control the way kind of like people see and explain it and kind of feel your work. But on the other hand, you're creating this fuck render verse, right? This entire metaverse around your art, around the ambient music, around the crystals, around all these planets, right? And, and like part of that is like trying to control the experience that people kind of uh, encounter with your art. Can you talk yeah. a little bit about fuck render verse? What is going on over there? I remember like six months ago, seven months ago. I downloaded that initial file. Yeah. We were on Twitter spaces. I was going through it. I was amazed. How has it ha kind of developed since then? But I guess first, like, what is it? Uh, yeah, so 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 Fuck Universe has changed a lot in the past few months. Uh, at first, it was like mostly like a art experience, virtual experience for people to see my art in, in a different way. Um, now we're turning it more into a game, uh, more like a virtual experience art game, uh, with like, uh, we're I'm currently working with, with some of the best uh, to make uh, social economics and uh, token economics uh, to help me with the the fuck universe and also the fuck universe. This is the first time I say it, I think so publicly. But the first uh, fuck universe changing its name for Ellipse. Um, oh, okay. So because I wanted to change the name because uh, I want other artists to f get involved. And I don't want, I don't want artists to feel shadowed by the fuck renderverse. You know, like it, like I want people to come in and like feel like it's their place as much as it's my place. So I really want to make like this um, this virtual experience really inclusive and let let people in and and let pe everybody have fun and don't feel like oh I'm releasing on fuck renderverse platform. Um, so, so does that mean you're building like the tools and in like foundation for people to develop their own metaverse around their artwork? No, not really. It's it, we're really creating like this 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 environment where people will be able to join in. It's not gonna be like got it uh, super open at first because uh, like every like it's a project that, that in in without the NFT space it would take like four years to build. But mm -hmm. because it's NFTs and everything goes so fast, we need to build it in a matter of few months. Um, so yeah, it's more like a experience. Um, and also, I wanted to dissociate. Um, my my art and utility and like th this this thing that I want to build like this universe I want to build like I feel like a lot of people are associating like my one on ones to like this this fuck universe now called Ellipse uh, so I wanted to like create like a separation for people that wants to buy my one on one they don't feel targeted because I release like four thousand crystals you know yeah. Um, yeah. Because to me, it's important. Like to, my art is really, really important for me, and I felt like in the past few 
months. Uh, some collectors were a little bit concerned because I was releasing all these crazy stuff with Fuck Universe. So it's like I, I, I'm so I, I'm trying to find a way like without diluting my work and and right. cr still creating something that I want to create, which is this uh, metaverse where people can just hang out together and have this art experience all together uh, mm -hmm. without like sacrificing my one-on-ones and like my 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 personal art you know got it um but yeah so uh we're 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 building this uh there's it's gonna be like kind of a, a free to play but also play to earn uh type game where people will be able to like uh i can't really talk too much but our goal is like to for for crystal holders to farm their crystals and like have these uh social events where you'll be able to I, I really don't I can't, I can't talk too okay. much about this. Okay. Because right. I'm gonna I'm gonna get the slap on the end a little bit <laughs> because we're we're building something really really sick, um, and I hired like some of the best to help for the experience, for the economics, and for the development sides uh, of it. So it's in the next few weeks it's gonna be pretty wild. Amazing. Okay, we'll have to do a live show like on Twitter Spaces oh, or Clubhouse. Yeah, I'm so also, uh, one thing I want to see—I want to yeah. say—it's like no more downloadable, downloadable files. It's all streamable, so you'll be nice. able to, to stream it on, on your phone or on your laptop, Mac or PC. Like we don't care. It's really like we wanted to make this the most user-friendly possible because now downloading files is doesn't make any more sense in this new era of like hackers and shit like this. So. Yeah, yeah, no, it makes a lot of sense. You know, dude, you really front ran the whole metaverse trend. You were very okay. early on that. Before Facebook wow. came out and everybody now wants to become or a lot of people want to become like a metaverse company, you saw that way before a lot of other people did. Why do you think that is? Why do you think you were so early to it? I don't know. Like, I I think I think it's... I, I'll blame Crypto Voxel because like at, at first when I like I started to see like these things coming out and this is why we changed the fucker in the verse name because everybody wants to be to have a verse. Uh, so like I don't like to do what other people are doing. And yeah. like I remember like when I when I started the fucker in the verse, uh, so many artists reached out to me and they were like, oh, I'm doing this artist named verse. And like I was like okay like <laughs> i need to do something about this like I'm, I'm 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 super pro people do their own things and everything like this but like i like to be different um but yeah so i i think i think the the thing that really switched in my brain is like it was covid and i haven't, I haven't seen my my brother in like years and i was just chilling with my brother in crypto voxel showing him like my art in crypto voxel and i was like this is fucking crazy. Like I'm, I'm spending quality time with my brother that I haven't seen physically in, in years. So I was like, so I was like, okay, maybe I can create something for my art because I don't want people to only see my art only on, on a web page. Like I want people to go see like the physical sculpture, like virtual sculpture of my art in a like fucked up surrealist, surreal, sorry, surrealistic environment. So I was I was really like intrigued of how can we perceive NFTs because I think I think what's interesting right now is like if you have a physical piece only few people will see it like you see like this piece from Lebicar yeah. only people that will come to my place that will they are gonna see it yeah um, if you have your NFT page like OpenSea and everybody sees it so 
I was like, how can I make more people see the physical, like kind of physical, so virtual physical, if that makes sense? Yeah. But in a virtual world where a lot of people could see the actual like sculpture of it, uh, basically, yeah. Yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. How do you feel about like the current state of what people are trying to make of the metaverse? For example, Meta and their take on trying, I guess, what people think is them trying to own every aspect of it, right? Control mm -hmm. it, make it look like 3D and caricature type of, you know, access through uh, these VR headsets. Like, do you agree with that thesis that they kind of presented a few weeks back? Do you imagine another, another kind of thesis prevailing? What do you think? It's going to be interesting. I think... I, I hate to say that. I think Meta is going to crush it I, because they have so much more resources than everybody yeah. else. And when I say crush it, it doesn't mean that it's necessarily I'm stoked for it. I, I just think they're, they're going to do like a good job creating the metaverse. I think it's, I think it's going to be really controlled and like not inclusive at all. And I think like it goes uh, in the opposite way that we're trying to go with like the old decentralized uh the old decentralized uh point of uh, view and everything that point of view, yeah exactly yeah. so i don't know like i've it's i don't know i have no opinion like i i'm i'm like praying for it to not like crash because of meta basically yeah uh, but i think like we there's so many genuine creators out there that we're gonna have we're we're going to be able to compete with Meta, I'm pretty sure, more than we can with Facebook right now and Web2. It's yeah. going to be easier for us to compete with, with big brands and stuff like this in Web3 because we're, Web3 is ownership. It's, giving, it's, it's not only like it's, it's giving ownership to, your, to your, like, your family and your, your community. So I don't know, like Facebook never was into like, giving ownership to anybody right. basically so i don't know right. we'll see i don't know yeah. we'll see maybe they'll change and it's going to be really fucking cool but you know what I comes to mind as you tell me this uh i'm like imagining like this this scenario okay bear with me where like facebook is like the king of the world and you and i and all these other people are like having like the civil warfare right i'm trying to go after like the big guys and that there's power in many versus a large entity right and us collectively, we're building this entire vision of what we deem to be better and, and more fair mm -hmm. for the people, right? Whatever that means. Mm -hmm. And that competing against like the bigger guys, right? Yeah. It kind of feels like David and Goliath and David yeah, is comprised is. of many kind of thing. Yeah. Right. No, it is. Do, you, do you see it the same way? Yeah, kind of. And like, to be fair, like I, I speak for myself, but like I'm not trying to compete with, with Meta when right. I'm building the fucker universe because I know I know my vision and like I know where I want to go with that and people will fucking love it anyway. So like, I think there's room for a lot of platforms and, and a lot of, like a lot of like metaverse. I think there's, there shouldn't be just one metaverse. It doesn't make any sense. I think, uh, but for sure, meta is going to try to have control on all the metaverse for sure. Yeah. Okay. One thing you brought up is this intertwine between the digital and the physical. Okay. One thing we were talking about behind the scenes is this new physical drop you have coming up at Christie's, which you showed me a picture of, and it's fucking sick. Yeah. Um, and I, I want to say, are you able to show a picture of it now and like yeah, walk sure. us through it? Okay, so this yeah. is going to happen at Art Basel next week, okay? Yeah. which I'll be there. So if you're listening to this before Art Basel, 
hit me up on Twitter at Levy Chain. I, w- I want to meet you. Uh, Fuck Render, will you be there? Uh, I won't be physically there, unfortunately. I have to go to LA, uh, okay. but I fucking wish, honestly. Like, I, I love Art Basel. I've been there pretty much every year before COVID. Uh, I mean, for the last few years, but I, this event is so sick, but yeah. Amazing. Okay. Couldn't make it Show me what you showed me behind the scene and walk yeah. me through that narrative. You're planning a really dope piece for Christie's. Yeah. It's your first physical piece. Take it away. Yeah. So I wanted to create like this, 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 uh, so so my my work is mostly like sculptures, like in in virtual space and like sur- like super surrealist uh, space. So I was like, okay, I I, I want to do. It's been like, it's been a couple of years. I wanted to do a physical, but I I was before I was so broke, I couldn't even do anything. Um, so thank you NFTs. Now I can <laughs> afford to pay pe- people to help me do a, a very nice physical. Uh, but yeah, so I wanted to create like this physical, but like. I'm a digital artist. So doing a physical, I wanted to do something that is like my work in the 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 the, the physical realm that we're living in. And I didn't want to do like I I I have so much respect for like uh, people with this sculpture and stuff like this, but personally I didn't want to have like any screens or anything that is like technological about it. I I wanted to put my surrealistic uh, sculptures in real life. So I, I, I worked probably like three months and it's a super simple sculpture, but I worked three months to understand like what could be interesting to see in physical life. So I, I came with this, okay. this, this piece that I honestly, we, we painted it yesterday and honestly, I'm, I'm, I was literally crying at the studio because I was like, I can't believe this is real. And it looks really, really, uh, really crazy. I want to show you, uh, I want to show you where the, I'll show you two pictures. I'll show you um, this one here, and I'll show you one where it, it. The goal was to make the the, the chain link floating. Seems like they, they were floating. Mm. So you got wait, you got this this piece here. Wow. Yeah. That Honestly, is so sick. Yeah, it's about like five feet tall, a little bit more. Jesus, um, dude, and it's pretty. Uh, it's it's pretty like sturdy and like it's super reflective and it looks honestly like it looks really 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 fucking cool. It's actually not too heavy too. Um, but wait, I need to show you. Yeah, okay. This this one is the the perfect picture because the goal was to to make it look like it was that all the chain link was wow. connected but floating. So you see like the calves between them. Wow. So. Because in, in in 3D sometimes I do this like I I, I don't I don't stretch the right. chain together because it's in 3D so I, I can have so much room for things that wouldn't happen in for real space. life so I was like yeah. Yeah. how how can I create something that wouldn't be physically possible in phys- in the physical space you know how did you create that is not are um, the chains not touching each other at all or is there no, some... no they, they are touching but the touching point are so like specific that. It, at certain degrees, it looks like it's it, they're not touching at all. Jeez. Yeah. Show yeah, one was, more time. One more time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. One more time. Wait, I'll show you a video of of uh, of it getting painted yesterday. As as we're watching it, okay, talk to me through like what material you're using to paint. What's the base made out of? What are the chains made out of? Like. Yeah. Okay. So we did a couple tests, but like the the, the we wanted. We, we need to carry it to Miami. So I didn't, and, and if a and carrying it from it, Vancouver. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and I wanted like, so 
this is a uh, I'm selling an NFT. I'm not selling the physical. So the 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 people that the the the, the collector that's gonna buy the the, the NFT is gonna get this cultures as a gift, because to me I'm not a physical artist. So the physical doesn't have the same value as the NFT, and and I want to. I want to prove that without the NFT, this culture has no value, basically, because I'm. It's not what I do. It's I, if my value is sitting in NFTs. Um, so, by by building it, I wanted to make something that is pretty light and and something that the collector can carry and move move around. And it's not like six hundred pounds, you know. Uh, it's about like fifty pounds actually, so it's pretty pretty light. Uh, and it's made out of uh, polyurethane. Uh, and it's uh, clear coated with a, a chrome finish. Uh, it's it's really really uh, straightforward uh, on mm -hmm. how it's made. We we made the, the cast with um, uh, laser printing uh, cast. So we, we did like these three D models of, of chains, and we uh, we drew, we drip the polyurethane inside, and we merge them together, and we we put a separation between so we can like uh, stick them together. And I think I have a picture of. When they assemble it, they had to to cut the chain. So the chain was the chain link was done. So they had to cut the chain link and like I, I was I wasn't there when when they cut it, but supposedly people were like wow freaking out because like it's it was kind of scary because like there's a lot of work that has been put in, into this 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 uh, this physical piece. But yeah, it's 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 mainly polyurethane and like a, a chrome finish uh, paint. You seem so proud talking about it, dude. And I'm, like, I'm so fucking proud. I was literally <laughs> crying in the studio yesterday because I was like, I can't believe this is real. Like, this is so sick. And what a cool kind of way to experiment in the physical space and take what you're so good at designing and putting out digitally and trying to manifest that in real life and kind of see that where you can touch it. You know, you can play yeah. with it. You can kind of walk around it. And what a what a cool piece. How long have you been working on that? Um, so designing the piece took about three months and it's not because it's complicated. It's just because I wasn't, I was never satisfied of like the angle and stuff like this. No, not three months. That, that's, that's a lie. Maybe like a month or two. Um, I have no sense of time anymore. Uh, so yeah, maybe a month or two, but I was never really satisfied like on how the chain was looking and, and everything. Uh, and the physical production took, uh, 10 people and they were literally working 24 hours wow. a day. Yeah. It was like, they were changing shifts and that was for like a, a good solid month. Yeah. It wow, was pretty dude. crazy. Yeah. Jeez. How heavy is that thing? Uh, 50 pounds, pretty much. 50 pounds. How do you plan so to it's ship pretty light. it? It feel like it looks uh, really fragile. Um, it's not actually too fragile. It's, um, it's actually really well designed and well, uh, weld. Um, so mm. we're hiring this, this company in Vancouver where they're, they're, they have like these big shipping bugs with like, like foam. So it's going to be pretty safe. Um, nice. yeah. Okay. So this is going to be presented at Christie's, yeah. uh, during Art Basel, Miami. Yeah. Op open bid. What, what, what is it like? How does, how does the price yeah. work? What's going on with that? So I wanted to put like a, uh, I reserve price on, on it, but like, to me, like it didn't feel right. Like to, I don't like. I like. I like to put open, open auction so people like I can let more people uh, bid on it. Um, 
as honestly as long as it covers my cost of, of production <laughs> I'm, I'm I'll, I'll be stoked but yeah like we'll see how it goes like i don't like to predict any prices yeah. but yeah it's, yeah it's 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 for sure a very big piece for me so i really hope it's gonna go well and i i i don't really care if it goes well i just want i just hope people will love it as much as i love this piece yeah what a, w w well said uh but they're buying the NFT that then rewards them with this physical piece. Yeah, right? correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The NFTs is the, is what people are buying, not the physical. And Christie's has that like that online auction set up where you can basically bid and buy. And is yeah. it minted on Christie's or like is it using uh, like like a nifty gateway type of approach or No, I think they're using uh, their own smart contract and there so I so there's no Amor fee. I think there's a, a small percentage okay. like like Supera would take. Got but it. it's not like the traditional like Christie's with like the crazy Amor Amor fee where a lot of crypto collectors doesn't like, which I totally understand because it makes it doesn't make any more sense nowadays with all the platform that we we're having and all the everything yeah. that that's getting built uh, and I, re I truly respect Christie's for going forward and like changing their mentality of how they they are approaching the nft space i think they're actually listening to people which is fucking amazing uh, but yeah it's gonna be a all right so I, I have a i have a price prediction okay i okay, think i think at least one million dollars at least oh man that would be I don't know, man. That would be my my fucking goal. Like, that would be insane. I would be so I see grateful it. for this. I see it, it, dude. If if a collector understands how like how detail orientated, how deep into the process you are and have been for years prior to NFTs, and kind of seeing your journey as a digital artist on Instagram, doing corporate designs, working with big artists, and transitioning to owning your craft, now front running the entire metaverse trend, and kind of like betting on you as an innovator, as an individual who's pushing. The needle forward Good. this physical piece this physical piece is like one that ties it all together it Dude. genuinely ties it all together thank you so much man for real that, i appreciate this, these words so much like it's 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 wild man like to, that I, that means a lot and and we'll see i don't want to put any price in my head so uh, so I whatever know. whatever <laughs> happens i'll be stoked but like yeah <laughs> for sure like it's i think it's every artist's dream to sell at least one piece over a million dollars or yeah. at least four million dollars yeah uh and, and it's such like a privileged thing to to be able to say but like yeah fuck grinder i think what i respect about you the most beyond being like such a good like artist is you're an amazing community builder you really know how to rally people around what you love and people really know how to find a common theme that they love alongside your passions. And wow. you've done an incredible job rallying people across Twitter, across Twitter spaces, across Clubhouse, on Discord, building that downloadable file for the metaverse. Like I've seen it. I've watched it. You know, I've participated in the conversations and it's just amazing to see kind of how far you've come. You at your new place now too. You know, like just like everything kind of like falling in place thank you so much man that's that's so nice of you to say like and then i'm truly like genuine about like how i'm trying to build stuff as much as like i'm known to be the guy that experiments a lot of stuff but i'm always cautious in my experiments to make sure that my collectors and my community get rewarded and, and get their like what they're buying it's it, it's it's I, i'm trying to make it the safest possible so like that's why like like crystals are not pumping, but they're 
like growing and they will keep growing because I'm not gonna fucking sleep and I'm just gonna like build this 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 thing until I die probably. Listen, uh, my yeah. my whole thing is it's I prefer an organic growth versus a, th- oh, yeah. a synthetic growth. Dude, I ate pumps and dumps and like a lot so it's 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 really staining the community right now because a lot of people are jumping in project and like they don't 10x or 100x the next day and they're like oh this project is shit and this is such a toxic mentality like i get it you want to make as much money as you can and in the short amount of time but understand that like some markets are so controlled and and by and like crypto influencers and stuff like this like i'm not pumping your bags with crypto influencers because i want this investment to be reliable in the next few years you know like i don't know i yeah i have a very strong opinion about like these collectible project and i, I like i'm i'm in investing in some but like yeah yeah but none of this is, is financial investment advice purely no, uh, no, no. A commentary right so none of this is, is is investment related okay but i i love how deep you're getting with it and like how how you're kind of thinking about the, the growth of the community, the growth uh, of the pieces itself. You know, you're, you are, dude, like you're the definition of a new class of creators that's emerging. Creators that want to own their audience and own their communities and the things that kind of bring them aligned together. Mm-hmm. And I think you, Fawocious, Victor, um, uh, there, there's, there's a ton of them, like Blondish comes to mind um mad dog jones people obviously all these like individuals these micro individuals that started on instagram on web 2 right now you guys are building viral audiences on web 3 you're now funneling those audiences to kind of build communities around them you guys are defining a new class of creators if someone wants to kind of follow in that footsteps right issue their assets whether it be art related whether it be music related whether it be a cookbook whatever it may be that they love and adore and excites them, how can they get started? The main thing and the most important thing is make friends. Make, like everybody's so friendly in the, like in the metaverse and like on Twitter, like I would, I would mint some stuff and I would collect some stuff and interact with the community that you're buying. Because if you, if you buy an NFT that you like, that means that everybody that's buying this, the same project, they have the same interests as you. So just fucking build something with, with friends that you make online. Like this is the most important thing is be part of the community and try to build something that is first that it's not a copy paste. It's something that you're building for yourself because you think this is this is not there yet. So like yeah. build something that is true to you and is gonna solve a, so either solve a problem or make people laugh or have make people have fun basically mm-hmm. like what do you what do you optimize for like what are the metrics that you optimize for as a creator when you're building out your pieces right to kind of build a community and find like-minded people how do you how do you think about it like what's what's that strategy you use if any um i honestly i don't really use any strategy like i'm just like I'm genuinely just trying to build something that people will like. And I'm, I'm, I think my, my biggest skills, I, I really, really listen to my community. Like when I see one person being pissed on my discord, I make sure that 
like I made sure that everybody's super stoked with everything that I'm building. And I know I can satisfy everybody and it's a very slippery slope uh, to be to be because people will can abuse sometimes. But I can see who's genuinely like wondering or, or, or asking questions and stuff like this. So I, I, I just I, I think putting your ego aside and understanding that sometimes you make mistakes and making sure that you build something from these mistakes i think that's that's how you build your shit and it's yeah. like yeah yeah just create to create right yeah. create to create put it out there tell people about it get the feedback try to find those audiences that kind of align with what you're creating i think i think it's solid and it's so simple you know uh, in theory but in practice it it, it gets harder you know yeah, it's, I, it's really I, hard. This, especially for the new creators coming in like it must be really like uh intimidating uh and especially like i as much as i like having big sales seeing artists having big sales when you start it must be so cha mentally challenging and because you're like oh my art is good why i'm not selling for a hundred eat and it, it's happening to me like every auction i'm like even if it's like even if i sell for a decent amount i'm like oh this guy sold for x amount why i'm not selling for this amount and it's it gets to like a repetitive uh, like terrain where it's it's kind of unhealthy. So I'm trying to really to disconnect with this. And I, so by but by saying this, I totally understand like the newcomers coming in the space and be like, oh, like I'd like to make sales. But at the end of the day, what you need to understand is like the money is just the bonus. If you really do something for your like from your art and for your art, you'll make you'll eventually make money like. You shouldn't, you shouldn't never be worried about the money at first. Yeah. I can only imagine how intimidating it is for, uh, for new NFT art creators, specifically art, coming in, seeing a lot of the success that early adopters had who were popular on Instagram and now they're trying to make their way into Web3, right? Yeah. How do you deal with that, like, that element of mental health? Like um, what, what are like some day-to-day -day practices that you apply to kind of like ridden yourself of the negativity um, or what are some things that you think other people can do? Cause it's I, a big thing because I, I see is. big numbers sometimes, you know, even as a podcaster, you know, you look at other people and while you're very proud about the content that you push out and you, you stay consistent, you're on your craft, you know, it's, it's natural to see what's happening around you. It's very oh, yeah. natural. Yeah, um, I think I drink a lot of tequila. No, I'm kidding. Don't do this. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Um, I think it's important to disconnect. And like, it's so important to connect with physical life and have social life. And I feel like a lot of people, like I, we see like people like, uh, like Beanie who's promoting like, oh, I never sleep and I feel good. And I like, I, I, like, I fucking hate this mentality. Like, it's so toxic. And like... I and yeah, I think it's important to really disconnect and make sure that like you get your sleep and you do exercise. I personally don't think I do exercise enough and I should do more, but I still try to take some time to go out and go on the water and just chill for an hour. Just like I, it's so important to disconnect from your screen and just like you cannot like you cannot have great ideas if you're exhausted. Like it doesn't it's yeah. it's it, no one has great ideas when they're exhausted. They just have rushed ideas or like, I don't know, it's, it's not healthy. So I think the main thing is like, listen to your body and 
you're gonna miss uh, maybe a, a generational wealth project by going on the water, mm-hmm. but you'll be able to stay longer in that space because you won't burn out in fucking two months. You know. Good point. I think I think it's there's gonna be a thousands of potential project that will pump your your pockets. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it's so it's more important your mental health is way more important than the money you're gonna make this afternoon i i think so this is my point of view so yeah i agree with you i agree with you You know sometimes you see these tweets where it's like guys i stepped away from the computer for like three days and luke came out and what the hell just happened (laughs) i missed like what feels like three months uh I wish I missed loot though. I, I bought like a divine robe for 30, 38 ETH and now the floor is like 5 ETH. So yeah, I wish I wish I was outside this day. Some you win, you some see, you lose. Like, it's part of the see, game. So, exactly. So you never know. Maybe you're going to win the best project or you're going to lose the most like money. So go yeah. outside anyway. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I, I, I hear you. I like that point of view. What about for creators that don't have the capital to buy or spend $500 on an NFT to get into a community then to, then to make friends. Like for example, a lot of what people preach is buy 10 K worth of FWB, get into that community, ingrain yourself, meet the other creators and artists and music managers and et cetera, et cetera, of web three, you know, get yourself in the door and then, then start working on your own projects. Once you build some type of community, a lot of people don't have that. There's a long tail of individuals that don't have that yeah. money, don't have the financial needs to do that. Yeah. How do they get started? What have you found to be the best way? I mean, for me, I can't relate because I, I come from a totally different uh, environment than the artist that's coming right now because I truly think that for me and like and Mad Dog and Victor, it was pretty easy because there wasn't as many competitors uh, so we, we, we had like more room to experiment and like fail. Uh, I, I, I still think we're amazing artists, but like, I think we had a little bit more room to fail back in the days than we, than the new artist has right now. Um, so I think I can't really relate, but how I can see this right now is like build a community on Twitter, interact with people on Twitter. And like, if you're a creator, sell NFTs and like try to f- I don't know like it's 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 hard man like i think just genuinely put out work that you like and put it out as long as you can and eventually even if you don't sell tomorrow like i have a piece on super that hasn't sold for four months now and it's Mm. gonna sell eventually i don't care like if you go to an artist studio all the artwork that you see in in their studio they're not they're not sold so I don't know. I think build a community in Twitter to start. Try to make some money by buying cheap NFTs. Maybe I don't know. Like yeah. this is not a fan of financial advice, so I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know the way I think about it. Uh, just because we're already on this topic, if you're a creator that's listening, you're getting into crypto, or at least you want to get into crypto. You want to learn about social tokens, NFTs, DAOs. Join some of these DAOs. A lot of these DAOs, they're free to enter. And there's a lot of like-minded people that you can start yeah. building friends and relationships with. Yeah. And the best thing that I found to solidify those online interactions is attending conferences. Yeah. And these conferences True. are like our pillar. Because crypto is so online, 
these in-person events are the things yeah. that solidify relationships long term. All the crazy parties, all the get-togethers, all the yeah. coffees, all these things. You like you bring it from IRL or from URL. The COVID, the COVID yeah. we all share together. We that's, all, that's... <laughs> we all, we all, we all share the COVID together. Yeah. Uh, I remember I went to ETCC in Paris and I got COVID over there, and. <laughs> I got it really bad, but it was well worth it. And it's crazy that I'm saying that because yeah. a lot of the people that I otherwise interacted with online either had on the podcast, either worked with directly, contributed to, to the DAOs, whatever it may be. I got yeah. to meet them in person and like we've become like this. Yeah. Right. Still, in I this, just want to say one thing. Yeah. Yeah. Still, to everybody who's listening, be really careful with COVID. It's real. Just make sure you're you guys are safe and wear a fucking mask if you can because yeah. you don't want to get COVID. Some people are uh, immunosuppressive. So mm -hmm. I don't know what to say in English, but so we need to be still careful. But I, I understand what you mean. Like it's when I was in NFT NYC, I didn't get COVID and I, I got tested every, every pretty much every yeah. day for like 14 days. I was like really paranoid about COVID. Um, I, we, we didn't end up getting it, but meeting people in real life that has the same this, the same value as you and that are building the same thing as you is like, it's uh, it's an amazing experience. Yeah. yeah. I'll add to that COVID thing because there's a lot of like parties and stuff like that. And it does get crazy and people do leave sick. So really understand like your risk tolerance, yeah. like understand your surroundings, you know, if, yeah. when like who, who you're staying with at home and all that, like, yeah, there's a, it's, it's super risky. There's a lot of like thinking that goes into before attending a conference. But if you're in a position that you're able to, right and like yeah, health oh, yeah. wise financially definitely do it like go attend i think that's kind of like one of the best ways totally. growth hacks to get into the door as a yeah. new creator okay yeah, no, i want to sure. i want to pivot into more of like uh deeper questions because you talked about you being early adopter there being there being room for more failure right as an early nft creator what would you say was your biggest failure to date and what did you learn from it um, I think my biggest failure was to do uh, to do too much. I I was like so hot about everything, and I was like I was taking all the opportunity because I was really interested in like how how I can create something interesting. How can I work with these guys that could be interesting and stuff like this? And like I think doing like uh, visuals for uh, like a music artist or like drops with music artists. I, I if I could co go back. Uh, um, if I could go back, I would maybe not do as much as I do. Um, but yeah, like I, I think, I think my 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 it's not a regret because like I I learned so much about it and yeah. from from it. But I think the main thing is like say no. Say like no you more. Don't, okay. Yeah. You, you you don't need to do everything and be careful about your 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 the the, the amount of, of art you put out there because it's really important to you don't want to put too much pieces out there um i i, I personally think I, I i did the mistake to have too many pieces out there mm. uh does i don't think it affects me really much nowadays because i'm always trying to find a way to create more cares uh, around my, my art like like when i burn like the balance and invalidity to have like the crystals like i literally shrink down the, the quantity in in, mm -hmm. in half so but yeah interesting um so yeah i think i think do stuff that you feel it's worth it and don't do it just because like 
a famous person wants to do something with you because more likely that famous person don't give a fuck about you and they just want your name to pump their shit. So yeah, like, yeah. Do you think crypto and Web3 favors more of the new artist or the existing artists? Uh, what, what do you mean exactly? So new artists in terms of like, independent artists like let's talk about daniel allen for example okay mm -hmm. if you're familiar with daniel allen he's a music uh he, he's a musician a producer he had a really successful mirror campaign where he raised like 180k in less than 48 hours for an ep mm -hmm. that he was working on right and i'd consider him a relatively new artist that i highly respect for his craft and his, his like taste and his songs but compared to someone like trey songs or tory lanes or Uh, Jason Derulo that like are buying punks or that are issuing NFT albums. I'm comparing like mainstream to up and coming, right? Do you think I, crypto favors more of the up and coming than the mainstream? Yeah, but you know why? It's because these up and coming artists, they interact with their community. They, they build something around their community. They don't just fucking come in, take the cash and give like get the fuck out. Mm -hmm. So I think that's that's one of them. Like you see, like I don't want to bash anybody, but like a good, like you see, Blau. Blau is super active in the community and and he's selling super well. And you see ASAP Rocky coming in. ASAP Rocky is way bigger than than, than Blau in in, in the mm -hmm. music industry. But ASAP Rocky drop was a was a like it, it was a mess. So the reason why is like. People are buying NFTs, they know that Blau is here to stay. And they know that ASAP Rocky might not stay mm -hmm. or might just don't really give a fuck about NFTs or might just be his like, management team that's taking care of the, all mm -hmm. the, NFT, the NFT side. Probably ASAP Rocky doesn't even know he had an NFT gateway drop. So <laughs> like, like we cannot know for certain what's happening with like these big artists unless they truly interact with the community um so yeah i think i think up and coming artists and like independent artists has maybe an advantage uh over big celebrities for sure i think that's and a solid take things. yeah i think that's a solid take um i think that it could change really fast if these oh, yeah. more mainstream people took more consideration what community building is at its core and engaged with fans beyond streams or beyond mm -hmm. likes or and really like Like not being afraid to come down to the level of an everyday person and being one with everyone, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And Because like, at, the, at the end of the day, like these guys were the same as us a few years ago. Like we're all drinking the same water. We're all casting the same yeah. fucking shadow. Yeah. So like there's, but, I, but something that I understand though is they are way more busy than up and coming artists which makes total sense that they don't have time to chat mm -hmm. with everybody on, on Discord and stuff like this. But I truly think that spending one hour a week going on Discord and chatting with your community could have such a beneficial impact for big artists. Well, well, think about this. I don't think it's that they don't have time. They don't prioritize it, right? Yeah, Because exactly. Because yeah, yeah. there's immense value if you yeah. prioritize the time to build a community, right? True. Yeah, you're and right. Build like, yeah. like some people like to say 1,000 true fans or 1,000 true owners or whatever it may be, right? Like if you prioritize that time, you build a community, you, you ingrain yourself and get level-headed with everybody that loves and adores your craft, mm -hmm. there's, there's value in that.
right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Saying saying it like that way that makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah. Who are the three people that kind of influenced you the most throughout your your I guess your early uh, artist career and then now your NFT career? And is there overlap between those people? Uh, dude, I'm gonna sound so boring, but like I I don't usually try to get inspired by people because I I when I started I was really inspired by what I was seeing like on Instagram and other artists and and this makes my work going in the direction that it's not truly me so i'm going to be more inspired by like the environment i'm seeing in real life and like like uh reflection sometimes like the window will do with like a, a curve of a lamp and stuff like this i'm more inspired by this uh, i would say though like moebius has always been one of my biggest inspiration for sure uh, and i think you can see it in my work a lot mm -hmm. uh but yeah like i i i don't like to be inspired by other people because it's it's derivating me from my own vision if you know what i mean yeah it's yeah it's it's like a shitty answer honestly like yeah but okay yeah. so i have another another question what's something that people seem to misunderstand about you if anything um, so i think because of the fuck render people think i'm like rough and like like uh, always angry or like you know like I, I think that the name fucker there really shows something that is like aggressive a little bit. And like, it's the total opposite of me. I'm like, I'm like fucking, I'm the smoothest person. Like I, I like to do, I, I do fucking flowers and trees. Like how <laughs> smooth can this be? Um, so I don't know. I think like this might be like a misconception. Like I'm, I'm not like, I'm just like chill and, yeah. I, as much as I, I really love my artist name i think it's really catchy and and people love it but i think like i it's because i was in a conference uh four years ago and i met the guy i met someone is like i'm five five seven a little bit more and i'm like i'm not really a big guy <laughs> and i met this guy is like i was like hey i'm i'm, I'm fucking there i love your art and stuff like this it was not other artists it was like you're fucking there i was like yeah he's <laughs> i dude for some reason, I thought you were six feet five and like <laughs> six refrigerator, like large. And I was like, why? I don't know your name. I was like, okay, that's so fucking weird. Interesting. I'm, yeah. Interesting. What do you want Fuck Render to be five years from now? What's the vision? Um, I just want to do cool shit, man. I want to do cool shit. I want to have like, I want to build opportunities. I want to create my own shows i want to i want to do cool shit man honestly like i don't like like as much as like i would like to sell a piece for a million dollar like my my ultimate goal is just I, I want to be able to keep doing what i'm doing right now and keep experimenting and have fun and have the amount of love i'm receiving right now from like discord and twitter if i can keep having this and people like supporting my art i'm i'm winning I love like it. Like literally. I love it. Final question. Okay. Before I let you go, where can we find you? This has been a lot of fun, fuck render. Thank you so much for being on. Yeah, where, thank where, you so much. Where can we find your work? Where where can we find what yeah. you're doing? This Christie's auction, like throw some links, shout yourself out, chill. Go. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you can see my work, I think, on Instagram, which is fuck render. Uh the end all is fuck render. I think this is where you can see all my art. 
Um, if you want to see like all my NFTs, I have some on Super Rare, Nifty Gateway, uh, Christie's, Sotheby's. That's so sick to be able to say that. Uh, <laughs> um, like OpenSea, I'm currently uh, minting all my shit on, with Manifold, which Manifold is the best fucking team out there. And there's literally no one that can take uh, Manifold's place. And I know like some other people are trying to build stuff that are literally the copy paste of manifold but it's manifold only i just wanted to shout shout them out cool. i think it's important um but yeah like twitter twitter is where i do my shit posting and i ask stupid questions and i complain about stuff so yeah depends what you're looking for amazing amazing and the in the christie's thing that's coming up at our basel where can we learn yeah. more about that yeah so it's i think it's going to be on the front page of OpenSea, which okay. is really fucking sick like I'm so stoked for this, uh, and there's so many amazing artists uh, part of this. Uh, there's Victor Mascara, there's Beige, which is my fiance. I'm so stoked. That's her first Christie's. She's an amazing artist. Amazing. Uh, there's Blake Catherine. Uh, there's so many. Uh, there's PlayStation. There's Mad Dogs Jones. There's so many amazing wow. artists. I'm sorry I can mention them all because my brain is too small but uh but yeah like it's it's i think the auction starts december 5th or around december 5th and yeah i'll, I'll be i'll be like spamming everybody i'll be really annoying about this one because it's one of my favorite pieces and like the physical piece is actually completely insane so yeah. amazing dude Thank you so much. Uh, we'll yeah, do this again so when when yeah. uh, when Ellipse is out, right? And yeah. everything is coming out and coming into place. We'll do a live Twitter session. But in the meantime, guys, go check out everything that he's working on. Uh, and and thank you. We'll see you soon. Yeah, thank you so much, man. For real.